The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And anywhere fine podcasts are available, be sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're on that Apple podcast app, leave a rating or a review. really helps out the show and boosts our profile. I haven't checked the, the category rankings anytime recently, Larson. I just have faith that we're doing what we can to make the show better. What are you looking at? Are you looking at my shirt? Yes. Loser. 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 I can't find the lunchbox. It's one of those things, the, the Money in the Bank lunchbox that somebody sent us. It's one of those things that I've always, like, I know that it's it been around. Be over there. I know. I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Alabama took it. But then where did she put it? Because I went out and looked at her toys. It's nowhere to be found. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got 63 people watching. Are we sure? We didn't post that link well, a lot. It wouldn't be we, it would have been you. Or did anybody in here, did anybody in here steal this? You know, you know, I wonder if it's the same URL as it was yesterday. I don't think it does that, though. I have no idea. I don't know how YouTube works anymore, man. I'm either, getting man. too old to, to even care anymore. Yeah, let's do something else. All right. Um, what do you want to do? Let's go on tour. As going in raw, like yeah. live tour? Yeah. Well, we're, yeah. oh, hey, speaking of which, we're going to kick that off. Yeah, we're going to start that. We're going to try it. Look at that segue. In Los Angeles, September 24th, no the day of day. no mercy. If you guys are in L.A., according to YouTube analytics, we got a big L.A. contingent. Yes. Right now, right now, in the description of this very video, you can click on a link for Eventbrite. At 1 p.m. on the 24th, you guys can come see us live on stage with Brian Zane from Wrestling With Regret. We're going to talk wrestling. We're going to talk some shit. And we're going to uh, watch like a, a pilot. Well, we're going to review it. Are we okay? So we're going to watch it or review. No I still idea. don't know. No idea. I don't know. We should probably just ask him. Are we actually going to watch this live? Because then when I reread it, it said we're going to do live commentary to it, which is completely different than a live review. Yes. So we might watch it. I don't really know. Um, but it should be a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm thinking of having a special, exclusive postcard made for it. Ooh. Could get that Ooh. same day as No Mercy, but it's at 1 o'clock, so you can hop over to No Mercy. Yeah, it'd be like a two-hour show. Yeah. If two hours get No Mercy before the main card starts. No Mercy. It's only Los Angeles traffic. No Mercy. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, we're also Pro Wrestling Tees. Where you can get this fun wrestling logo t-shirt going in. Going raw, in logo raw logo t-shirt. T-shirt. It's all good stuff. Anyways. Let's talk about SmackDown. Yeah. Um... Kind of a, a so-so show with a pretty interesting uh, finale. Yeah. It, I, to me, it's one of those things where I kind of just forget the rest because that finale was so intriguing. Let's let's get right to it, okay? Yeah. Baron Corbin attempted to cat what? It's so comically bad. Attempt what his cash in attempt? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's why I'm not. It's funny. So many people and. Understandably, I'm not saying the segment was bad. It just didn't make him look good. Understandably, people were pretty upset about that very fact, about Baron Corbin, who we both like. Yeah, and we thought there was a pretty good chance that he would cash in at SummerSlam. Or was to made to look so comically stupid and so comically weak. That we talk about it, so we're doing Going In Raw Daily, our news shorts. We talked about it right now. You can watch it. Yeah. 
Uh, hopefully, you watched it already. Yeah. Um, we talked about it a little bit there in terms of like the backstage stuff that that maybe happened. Nothing seems so so overwhelmingly negative. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Like this. But we've, you know, we've heard of instances before where Vince has changed his mind after someone has won the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, you know, like uh, soured on him. Well, he wasn't huge on the on the idea, on the very idea of Daniel Bryan winning. Yeah, and um, he he seemed to have soured on Dolph after he won it. Right, right. They seem to have manufactured some sort of injury to make Mr. Kennedy lose it, according to Mr. Kennedy, anyways, because he said, "Yeah, no, WWE said it was this, and it turned out to be that." Anyways, um, so basically the main event was we'll get we'll get to the main event, but we're going to talk about the cash in right now because what's everybody that's on everybody's mind. Um, it was Cena versus Mahal. Cena had just dropped Mahal with a super AA yeah, from, from the second rope. The second rope, uh, and I mean to Baron Corbin's credit, he waited till that two count was at like two and three fourths. Before he throw like he comes running down the ramp, evidently slides into the ring and kind of throws the briefcase towards uh, Cena as he's sliding in. And it, yeah, it was actually a really well done slide yeah. in yeah. and like you know disruption attempt. He slides the briefcase at him and then like hot on the on the trail of the briefcase is giant Baron Corbin uh, sliding in and pushes Cena off. Um, and I actually like how they how they did this. So, you know, he wrecked Cena with the briefcase. Did he wreck him with the briefcase first before he went up the ramp? Yeah. Okay, he wrecked Cena with the briefcase. Uh, Mahal is still wrecked, although I think he – did he do something in Mahal? Also, is Mahal still – you know, you get a top rope uh, attitude, second rope attitude no, adjustment. Mahal hadn't done anything yet. You're out. So, Baron Corbin is now. He's very happy with himself. He starts walking up the ramp. And then, in what I thought was a really great bit of acting – Oh, his performance was great. It was really good. The light bulb went off. Yeah, the light And he realized, <laughs> oh, Bing. I can cash in right now. He looks down. I mean, that was the one obvious part. He looks down at the main contract. But it's nothing different than you'd see in, like, a good movie yeah, or something. Yeah, he, he has a smirk, and he runs back towards the ring. Right, exactly. And then he cashes in. Crowd starts going crazy, because who doesn't love a yeah, cash Everybody loves a good cash in. Or a cash in. And so, all, immediately, the implications are crazy. Is he going to walk into SummerSlam as WWE champion? What happens at that point? Shinsuke, does he have... He has a title shot. He's got a title shot, so he will face whoever is champion. But Cena has a match against Baron, so could it be a triple threat? Because could Baron wrestle twice in one night? How did Nakamura get his title shot again? He beat Cena. He beat the. Uh, oh, Cena. that's right. That's Cena right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, what happens is all is around through your head. Um, so uh, he shoves Cena away again. I think he like throws him out of the ring or something. No, he he hits Cena with the briefcase outside the ring. Oh, outside the ring. You're right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he slides back in. And he's waiting for Mahal to get up to give him a, a end of days. Yeah. And uh, he keeps looking over his shoulder because camera cuts and you see Cena trying to climb back yeah. up on the apron. Meanwhile, Chioda's trying to get, uh, the ref is trying to get Mahal to stand on his feet. Because, and this is one thing some people were saying is, you know, why did he wait so long to, to ring the bell? Uh, it's because they always do that. They always make sure the guys at least, you have to be on your feet yeah, when the bell the match, rings yeah. to start the match. It's sort of like when there's an Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. After a fall, there's a 15-second waiting period so the, the person who just lost the previous fall can get back up. Right, exactly. I mean, you so can you just can't pin people consecutive times and win in a matter of minutes. Right. The very first cash-in when Edge cashed in on John Cena, he was a bloody mess, but he was waiting there for the spear for Cena to get up to his feet. You have to wait yeah, until yeah, the yeah. guy's up to his feet. And so that's normal. Uh... <laughs> so Jinder, who apparently was playing a bit of possum, <laughs> overselling the, the the attitude adjustment from the second rope, you know, he's taking his damn time to get up. John Cena finally does get up. He gets up to the ropes. Baron Corbin turns around, knocks Cena off the ropes. Jinder Mahal sprints, full sprint to Baron Corbin, rolls him up, sits on top of him, and he gets the three. I've never seen Jinder Mahal so... In character, and I suspect out of character, so legitimately happy. I know. <laughs> that that fight alone, because I like Jinder Mahal. Yeah. I want him to do well. I just feel that his time as transitional champion, while well spent, it's we're all kind of waiting it out. You know, it's like, it's it's either we're going to be in the Nakamura era, Cena's got to, we got to move on with this title reign. Yeah. Because Cena's got to break a record, Nakamura's got to get started with his. We felt maybe we'd launch into the Baron Corbin era, maybe yeah. sometime after SummerSlam, maybe at SummerSlam where he'd cash in. Um, So he lost, he starts trashing everything, he gets really upset. 
So, you know, Twitter goes crazy. I, me personally, I – now let me ask you something. I, I texted you when I found out about this because here's the thing. I was not watching the East Coast feed live like I sometimes do. I usually do. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what, I've been sitting on my ass a lot today. I'm going to just go to the – I went for my run to the – I ran to the gym. Uh, I, uh, I, I did my workout. And I came back, and I was like, you know, I just need to chill out from wrestling for a second. I'll watch the East Coast feed. Yes. Or I'll watch it later on tonight after everybody's gone to bed. Um, I get on Twitter, of course, because I'm obsessed with Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just see the cash-in, and WWE posted, the, but I didn't know that it was a failure. WWE posted the entire, like, last minute and a half on Twitter. I watched it, and my, my gut reaction, I just started laughing, which goes to show, and here's the, here's the point. Where we're at with Baron Corbin is I didn't really care that much about him to want him to win. It's interesting that we've been saying for, well, we predict, predicted months before Money in the Bank that he was going to win that briefcase. And then within a matter of weeks, I feel like after he won it, if that long, we both thought there's a pretty good chance he'll cash in at SummerSlam and be the champion. Yeah. But I had the same feeling as you. I was like watching this, and the crowd was excited, and I was, but I was watching it and thinking, I really don't care. Yeah. At this point. Well, no, here was my thing, though. Last two weeks, for the last two weeks, I've been thinking to myself, he's going to cast in at SummerSlam and lose to Nakamura. I said that. So, props to me. Um, instead, he cashed in and lost to Jinder Mahal on a schoolboy. Um, but I could have seen them using Nakamura. Because here's the thing also, is that a couple weeks ago, and I'm pretty sure it was buried in the Observer somewhere, the newsletter, that at Money in the Bank... There was some rumblings that Carmella was going to cash in and fail. Mm-hmm. And so that got me thinking, well, a failed cash in is on the mind of somebody over there. Yeah. So I can now apply that to Baron Corbin as well. I just felt what an amazing way because I, 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 I honestly felt that a lot of people might have been just instinctually in the same boat that I was in, in that a cash in on Nakamura or a cash in attempt, attempt on Nakamura. And then he wins at the end of SummerSlam would be would deflate the crowd. I feel because the casting is supposed to be a really exciting, awesome yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for him to cast it on a guy that everybody really likes, except unless he he comes in at SummerSlam, tries to cash in after Nakamura wins the title, only mm-hmm. for Nakamura to beat him. Yeah, that would elevate the crowd potentially to that, a next level. Oh, and that would be insane. That yeah. would be absolutely insane. Yeah, and, and when you were talking about uh, Corbin trying to cash in at SummerSlam, that's what I imagine the scenario would be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But instead, it seems like they had Corbin try to cash in, have Cena distract him. Not even, like, consciously, it seems like. Cena mm-hmm. was just trying to get up. Yeah. Um, costing Baron his his title chance, or title, maybe. Right. Um, they're just doing this all to build heat for their match, Corbin and Cena's match at SummerSlam. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's the question. That's the big question. It, do you see? I mean, here's, here's the only way. The only way in the world Baron Corbin gets some redemption here is if he murders John Cena at SummerSlam. What do you place the odds right now of that happening? Not very good. Not good at all. But I agree. If if if, if they did this just so Corbin comes out with some uh, some intensity, yeah, at SummerSlam and absolutely destroys John Cena, then it makes a certain amount of sense. Then it's okay. But if he comes in there and it's it's a hard fought match that he kind of just you know, barely wins. If Cena goes and beats him, yeah. then why? Let me ask you something. Because I think I know the answer to this. Do you think John Cena is interested at all in putting Baron Corbin over in that matter? You mean getting squashed? Uh, getting squashed. Even, even showing that this is the guy who's ready for the next level. I don't get that feeling. You can always kind of tell, okay, when John Cena was fighting Nakamura... Oh my gosh, John Cena was putting him over to the moon. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. John Cena is not going to do that for just anybody. He looks at Shinsuke Nakamura and understands why the WWE sees Nakamura yeah. as a potential uh, Cena-esque figure. Yeah, yeah, going forward. Yeah, going forward. And you can always go back to his feud with AJ, where it's obvious, you know, despite his uh, his many times he. Seem to go about to kind of bury AJ in terms of public appearances, call, yeah. calling him, what do you say, that guy from Georgia? Right, like yeah, yeah. When it came to their matches in the ring, mm-hmm. they he did everything he could oh, to put absolutely. AJ over. Yeah. Totally. Um, 
But, I mean, I, I don't disagree with your assessment that uh, Cena is not necessarily maybe looking forward to putting Corbin over. Um, I, I just, look, if, if, you look at, if you look at his history, John Cena will put over guys like, let's, let's you know, he's supposed to appear, uh, rumor is he's going to be on Raw uh, night after SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I could totally see him putting over Samoa Joe. Oh yeah, in a heartbeat yes. I could because Samoa Joe has done what? Well, they He's go way back. His they go way back too. They they yeah. were in WWE developmental WWE developmental together in LA. Yeah, yeah. So they go way. So back. they go way back. What was that? UAW something like that. It's like UWA, UWA, UWA yeah. something like that. Um, if you've been around the block quite a bit and have had success many places, John Cena, from all appearances, will consider you. Hey, you're worthy. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm all. Yeah, I'll do whatever I can. Look at uh, Wade Barrett. Yeah, at SummerSlam in the Nexus. Yeah. There's stories out there where John Cena said, "No, we're not going to make him look good. We're basically going to bury him. This is how we're going to do it. I'm Super Cena. This is how we're going to do it." And Wade Barrett was never the same. Nope. He lost a lot of his momentum. Yep. Um. So if you haven't really done a lot, the evidence is, you know, CM Punk, John Cena, and CM Punk. My one of my favorite rivalries of all time. 2011 was fantastic. Or two, yeah, 2011. Yeah. Um, because CM Punk has been around the block. He's paid his dues. And they were perfect for each other. And, and John Cena, I felt new. Because John Cena can put on amazing matches. Yeah, he can. And he will, if he knows the guy across from him, can put on an amazing match too. Yep. Baron Corbin does not put in together any amazing matches. Not by himself, no. No. And I don't even think... I, I don't think the cleaner himself could bring Baron Corbin to a five-star match. Oh, no. I don't, I don't think he could. But I think uh, AJ or Kenny Omega can bring him to a quality match. They, they could bring him to, stars. like, yeah, they could they could bring him to a, a serviceable match. Yeah. It's kind of like Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns can be brought to a serviceable match above the level that Baron Corbin can yes. if given the right opponent. Yes. John Cena will do that for somebody who can bring it as well. Mm-hmm. But Baron Corbin hasn't done dick. Yeah. You know, he was in NXT for a long time. Before that, he was in football. That, to me, if you look at the history of John Cena, does not qualify Baron Corbin to earn that respect. To get the rub. To get the rub. So I do not see that happening at SummerSlam. And if that's the case, then it's kind of disappointing that they utilize the money in the bank briefcase in the manner they did. Involve it in the story. If you don't want Corbin to have that briefcase, then put it up for grabs. Yeah. So you still have that option in your back pocket for the remainder of the year till next yeah. June. Yeah. It is. I will say this. I will say this, though. Imagine, sorry, imagine if Cena goes into SummerSlam, beats Corbin for the briefcase, shows up on Raw with that briefcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Huge. How crazy would Massive. that be? Massive. Absolutely huge. Um, I will say this, though. I mean, there are, there are things that I do appreciate about him failing in that cash-in last night. Number one... Now we can focus on Jinder Mahal and, and, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes, Jinder Mahal agreed. is no longer a uh, sort of a backstory. Yes, I mean it, it does. It does appear that it's going to be Shinsuke going over, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked at the betting odds. Uh, I haven't either. I don't even know if they're out yet. Yeah, I don't know. At least any any sort of concrete ones. Um, thought I never thought about that, but I forgot. So I don't know. It's interesting stuff. I mean, I, I was not I mean, to the point. Ever since he won the money in the bank, I was I was very intrigued. I was like, "Oh, this is cool." They had an entire year to build this, though. You know, know, you get twelve months of that briefcase. You know, why I don't get why they wouldn't just have him continually tease it. They've done that successfully a lot. They've done they did yeah. it successfully with Seth Rollins, even though Seth Rollins was a million years, a million light years away from Baron Corbin in terms of in ring ability, yeah, 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 promo, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, no, I mean, if 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 they had if they were down on Baron Corbin, you still yeah. have ten months mm-hmm. to try to find a, a, a course for him that would make executives happy. Yeah. Totally. Or if they were just completely against the idea, then why, I mean, you know, we heard that Road Dog was the one that was really pushing for Corbin to win. Um, and, if, and, and if it wasn't, you know, kind of across the board in agreement in that respect, then why put it on in the first place? Yeah. And if you, if Vince is going to change his mind, then at least say, okay, well, let's involve this in a, in a story. So it enhances the briefcase. Yeah. Because right now, this, especially think about it, uh, the money in the big briefcase, what do you think the, the, the prestige of it would look like if both people tried to cash in this year and failed? Well, that's the flip side of it, is that now we know guaranteed Carmella is going to be your next, if it's not Natalia, like, you know, for 10 seconds. Carmella's winning that. She's not failing. They're not going to do that twice. Carmella will be winning that women's championship. I don't know if it's going to be soon. Again, they have 10 months for that. Yeah, and she was teasing it last night. And she was teasing it last night. 
Um, I've I've read rumors that you know that they really want Naomi to retain or Naomi carry the belt for the rest of the year. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, largely to do with uh, with merchandise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's good. It's a business. That's a business. Um, Carmella has plenty of time. I really, I really don't see her. I, I would have put her as the odds-on favorite to fail in a cash-in over Baron Corbin. I would put the odds of both of them failing at zero. I don't I think, think so. they're going to do that. Do you think they're going to do that? I don't know. I don't see it happening. I mean, she's really teasing it for SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, but I, I honestly think it's going to be the thing where she doesn't. She's she's up on the verge of cashing in, and then something prevents it from happening. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, probably. But I mean, I could see. I would see sooner than her failing in a cash in, losing the briefcase in a match of some sort. Like letting go, but I cannot believe that they would have in one year both. Yeah, it'd be really shocking. And on top of that, you need you kind of need that first women's money in the bank. You know, I mean, if the WWE learned their lesson with the whole James Ellsworth, you know, grabbing the, yeah, the briefcase yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, it has to be. Hey, you you need to have a cash in. Like it has to happen, and it has to. You have to have that moment where the first yeah, cash in. No, I think so. Has the title. I don't want to piss everybody off. Anyways, uh, we've talked a lot about Baron Corbin. Maybe we'll revisit it, but right now we're going to go to the beginning of SmackDown. Yeah. It started off with the Singh brothers. Showcase hands. Jinder Mahal. Um, Mahal comes down for a fully-fledged, this was his, his uh, go-home celebration, you know, uh, the last time he can really cherish having that title because that thing is, is good. Unless you think it's going to lead to a feud with him and uh, Shin, like you think Shinsuke, any chance Shinsuke is going to lose? The no, he's not going to lose. Not clean for sure. Well, okay, but there, um, still, if no, look, that's that's for sure. There's look, there's well, here, zero possibility. Yeah, let me Mahal's going to go over. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any chance that Nakamura is getting pinned. Yeah, I don't think there, there's that chance or tapping out. And I don't, and I would really hope they wouldn't do some sort of DQ finish. At SummerSlam in his right. first title shot. Yeah, I don't. It's SummerSlam. You can't have a DQ finish. Because in my mind, they're going to have Nakamura win, so uh, the 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 hardcore fans are happy. Yeah. So when Brock wins in the main event, at least the hardcore fans can say, at least we at have least Nakamura win. Yeah, at least Nakamura won. So uh, that's how I'm kind of looking at it. I'm going to look at the results from last year. Oh, by the way, it was confirmed today via WWE Snapchat that the. Uh, Kickoff show will we'll feature be the cruiserweight title match and, and the SmackDown tag team title. Match. I called that one too, by the way, and you poo pooed it. Well, I thought that they put the New Day on the main card. I knew for a fact. That no, they didn't know for a fact. I did. I called it. I called it. That's not you know fact. why? Because the kickoff show is, po- is supposed to get people jazzed. The New Day are see. That's they're not thought, losing those titles. That's why I thought they might be the the first match on the main card. Yeah. No. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so they Finn, had Styles go over. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at this last year. It's not why they had Styles go over. Uh, WWE Dean Ambrose beat Dolph Ziggler. I mean, that, yeah, that was clean. It was underwhelming. That was oh, that was super underwhelming. But AJ beat Cena, and then Finn beat Rollins. Uh, yeah, I was just I was just looking at how they were booking uh, title matches last year. Oh, they were all clean. They were all clean. Yeah, I just I don't see. As much as, hey, you know what, though? It'd be so confusing if Jinder Mahal won clean against Shinsuke. And I know it's not going to happen. But if he if he pulled off another win coming out of SummerSlam, that would be pretty huge for it him. It would be. That would be pretty massive for him because everybody expects him to lose at this point. Yes. Um, but I don't see it happen. I think we're going to get the a message from the high school nurse. <laughs> All these emails about school. You can't you can't just wait to read them until after we're done with the show either. That's what's really something. It's weird. I have a job to do. I know. Instead, oh, let me ask you something. Let me ask phone and checking your email. That lovely lady who came out there to sing with a yeah. beautiful Indian yeah. song. Yeah. People booing that. What do you feel about that? Because here's the thing: WWE knows that she's going to get booed. I know. Why boo though? Well. He, he, that's look, man. They're humans, you know. They're why did that little girl give John Cena the the middle finger? Because people are scumbags, dude. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Um, you know, it's he's the heel. Anything associated with him is going to get booed. Even a very jovial uh, Indian celebration. Yeah. Um, I, I you know I, I hope I hope that the people closest to her were not too hard on her, and I hope that she's got a thick skin, and they explained to her, listen. 
they're going to be very rude to you out there. Yeah. I hope nobody was too rude because yeah, he was very lovely. Yeah. Um, I love that. I like that celebration, though, man. Yeah, it was great. I've never seen so many uh, Sing Brothers showcase hands, man. <laughs> That's great. Oh, it was India's Independence Day. Yeah. Shinsuke interrupted his Independence Day celebration, though. He did. And said that uh, Sunday is another ho- special holiday. It's SummerSlam. Yep, and he's going to take that WWE title off him. That's right. Oh, that was good, man. People mark out big time for Shinsuke, as do I. Uh, next up, we had a singles match. Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Naomi this- came out on commentary, but I swear at least half this match occurred during a, a, a very extended commercial break. Yeah, it was really long. It seemed like there was I noticed that too. eight ads that played during this commercial break, so, so we missed most of the match. And surprisingly, Becky... I guess not so surprisingly. They need to look. They need to make Natalia look clean. Go or sorry, strong. I can't talk to him. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Natalia looks strong going to SummerSlam, but Becky tapped out to the sharpshooter. Yes, correct. Um, yeah, I like when they do this. You know, oh, I don't have a problem with Becky it at all, Lynch. Yeah. Becky Lynch is one of them that can be inserted in the main event scene legitimately at any time, and yes. the fact that they've been able to successfully uh, and seemingly with little effort beyond just really good matches that she puts on. And her natural charisma and, you know, her the packaging that they have her in, um, you know, she, she's at that point. Same with Charlotte, you know. So everybody knows Charlotte's the yeah. best on the roster. Yeah. You don't, you know, that's why you put her on other people because otherwise they're not going to get a shot. Yes. Naomi was on commentary. Uh, Becky ended up tapping out of the sharpshooter. Uh, afterwards, Natalia went after Becky again, tried to put her back on the sharpshooter. Naomi came in to make the save. Enter Carmella and James Ellsworth. Yep. Basically saying, SummerSlam's around the corner, and I'm cashing in. Yeah, I have this briefcase. Be careful. Whoever, she said something like, whoever wins at SummerSlam is going to lose to me. Yeah, exactly. So After that, backstage segment between Lana and Tamina, and it seems like Lana, at least for the time being, is going to be done wrestling. Yeah. There's, that was, I think, also on Cage Side Seats said something about that, that... She's back to back to managerial role. She even little little reference to her time with Rusev when she said, "Tamina, I'm going to teach you how to crush." Yeah, it was good. It's good. It's good. I think they're both Tamina. I, I I really just want them to have Tamina maybe take a couple acting courses. I, if they're going to be featuring her more prominently, which I'm all for because yes. I like Tamina. Yeah, I do too. Um, they really need to get her like an acting coach and. She just needs some repetition. Yes. But I'm really behind her, man. I want her to, I want her to do good work. Yeah, me too. What's well, for the underdog, man? Um, after that, we had uh, the Usos and Daniel Bryan backstage. This was my segment of the night. Yeah. Besides the cash-in. This this, I literally watched this three times. It tickled me so much. Daniel Bryan looking like he's having so much fun. Yeah, I noticed that too. And, and here's the thing, too, is that the Usos are seemingly above... A heel, a heel face. Like we know their heels because the new day we know their faces. Yeah. But they come in and Dan, and they're not acting like oh we're rude. Daniel Bryan is infatuated with them because he thinks they're so cool. Yeah. That is what you want. You don't want people just being mean for the sake of being like it. Kind of works with Baron Corbin because I think he might naturally be an asshole. Well, that's what Scott Hall said. Exactly. <laughs> if Scott Hall is the one calling you that, um. So, anyways, uh, they come in and they're they want some info. They're doing their due diligence. Oh, about who they're who exactly they're going to face at SummerSlam. Which two members of the New Day are they actually going to be in action against at SummerSlam? Uh, Daniel Bryan confirms that it's going to be uh, Big E and Xavier Woods, right? Yeah, and then Kofi's going to be in their corner, and so they, they they say that's good, but because. They uh they they sneak attacked us last week. We want Xavier and Kofi tonight. Daniel Bryan said he said I can do that. They bring out the fist bumps and he grabs onto them and goes boom yeah with the biggest nerdiest smile on his face. And Jay could not help himself. He was literally smiling during it, and then he just turned away and and he was starting to crack up. I was. I don't think they expected him to do something so ridiculously nerdy. Oh my god! I, that, that was, was that was one of those moments where it was like these guys. At least these guys are having fun. And then that happens. Were uh, these moments where they, it, things feel very unscripted? They happen so irregularly right, exactly. that it's nice when they do happen. And I know exactly. So that was fun. You, whenever Daniel Bryan's having fun, then it's then infectious. It, it it really is. That that was the great thing about him. Uh, um, ne- next, we had Rusev mm-hmm. Machka take on uh, Chad Gable, and uh, 
I'm not. I, I'm kind of confused about the finish of this match. Was it a double countout, or did Rusev get DQ because he threw Gable over the announce desk? That's what I got from it. But why is that a DQ now? It happens all the time. Is it essentially using a foreign object, but in a different way? I, mean, I guess you could perceive it as such, but considering how often we see that happen, without a DQ being called, yeah, yeah. maybe you're right. People going through tables. Yeah, that's not a DQ. If you go through a table, I don't know. But he didn't go you through the table. Know he, these he just threw him over the announce desk. That's kind of the same. You're throwing him into a table. I mean, he hit really hard too on the chairs. At that point, Shota was like, but oh, if, that was too much." But if Rusev had done the same thing to the barricade on the outside, it wouldn't have been a DQ. That happens all the time. I don't know, man. It's confusing. You know, get that rules book and we'll figure it out. There you go. Um, so Rusev took the uh, maybe chat knows. We'll just talk yeah, a little bit. Chat. Oh, yeah. So Rusev takes the Zach Fuller says double count out. Uh, takes the top off the announce table, takes the monitors out, puts the uh, gable on the accolade. On top of the announce table, Rusev grabs the mic, goes in the ring, acts like he's about to drop a promo, says one word, <laughs> Randy, Randy, that eats an RKO. That was great. You know, you have to appreciate the WWE fully embracing the out-of-nowhere aspect yes. of the RKO meme. It is, it is pretty great. And then, Randy, it's funny because, like, I, I had already seen that when I went to watch it again. Yeah. And uh, and so I started fast-forwarding through it. And, like, the number of times the camera shot to, to Randy Orton doing this. I'm like, oh my God, it's so cheesy. <laughs> but good for him. You know what? Again, like I said, this feud, I don't need a story. Nope. Don't need it. Just give me Ru- angry Rusev, angry handsome Rusev. Apparently, according to some of our friendos here, uh, during the dark match last night, uh, or at some point when the cameras were off, Rusev, uh, they, they started up a handsome Rusev chant, and he started dancing to it. That's awesome. That's what you're missing by not going to live shows. Yep. yep. They're great. Um, AJ Styles, ah, I, I kind of feel like they're dropping the ball with this whole thing. They have. And last week, we were okay with this type of Oh, it was segment. a good segment last week. And if last week's segment was the go-home, I would have been, been fine. Yeah. But to go over the, to tread the same water this week for the go-home. I know. Dude, I'm, and, and this was a much weaker segment. Just it really in was. In execution. It really was. I, I really get the feeling that with this AJ Styles, Kevin Owens thing, somebody's been given this, and it's just either performance anxiety, or it's like, look at this wealth Look at this bounty you have, and it's like, okay. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do I do? Uh, it's, it's, bots finish. No. You bots have, finish again. You have an embarrassment of riches before yeah. you don't know which one to do. You have no idea what yeah. to do. Yeah. I feel like that's what's going on. AJ Styles comes out. He drops a promo. He uh, calls out Shane McMahon. Yeah. Essentially, well, he, before he says anything else, he says, Shane McMahon, come out here. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, he's, he says, you know, the punch last week, inadvertent. Yeah. Didn't mean to do it. But then Shane starts threatening him, saying... Yeah, he says, well, yeah, I know, but in my capacity the referee, usually, if you put my hands on me, I would DQ you in the match, but yeah. not at SummerSlam. If you hit me, I hit you. Yeah. Not immediately you're not a good referee. Yeah. Immediately you're signaling that you're ill-fit for that job. And so Kevin Owens comes out yeah. and says, you know, if I hit you at, at SummerSlam, Shane, it's a complete accident. Right. I would never do that on purpose. Yeah. And so, of course, we have kind of a recreation of what happened last week where... This uh, time is the flip. Yeah. Where we didn't AJ, need that, though. No, we, we didn't need that. Where Kevin Owens is priming to superkick AJ. AJ gets out of the way. Instead, Owens superkicks Shane. And it was much less... There was that weird bit where AJ was going to go punch at Shane, and then Shane, like, grabbed his hand and was, like, looking at... It was, it was much yeah. too obvious. It was much too clunky. Um, why would AJ Styles have just... Known at that immediately, immediate oh, I know, I know, I know, moment to I know. get out of the way. Like it made sense the week before, yeah, because he did the Pele kick, and both guys were standing next to each other. It's easy to hit the wrong one, yeah. But Kevin Owens loads up a super kick, and AJ Styles just like gets out of the way yeah, his with his body sense was tingling, <laughs> his eyes in the back of his AJ head. So I don't know, it was kind of weird, kind of clunky. Just didn't work for me. No. Uh, next up, we I mean, and and yet this might be hopefully this is the best match. Of you, know, you know what I was thinking about been saying this. that for like three pay-per-views, and somehow they've found a way to disappoint. Although the first match was okay. I didn't mind the finish of the first match. The, the, the meat of the matches have been fine. Yeah. It's just the clunky finishes. Yeah. Um, you know you know how they should have done this, man? They should have gone back to the, to uh, who is it, Booker T, Chris Benoit, WCW. Oh, Best of Seven Series. Best of Seven Series. That's what they should have done. And they should have traded the belt. They had the belt up on the line every time. Yeah. Trade the belt four times. Sort of like I did in Fun Wrestling it with uh, Victoria Dane and uh, Cindy Valentine. There you go. Just like that. Just exactly like that. 
Watch Fun Wrestling. That's where you should get your booking ideas. Yes. Or wait, now it's WGPW. I love that so many people are confused by that. Oh, I love that. It's great. It's so great. I think we said that they should do a two out of three falls match at SummerSlam. Owens and Yes. Else. I know. Something like that. Make great. it about the you know all all you got to do is make it about the wrestling with them. You can still bring I Shane know, in as I the guest rep, but make it about the wrestling. Agreed. They're both so good. Uh, next, New Day versus the Usos in yes. a tag match, not for the titles. Right. Um, good grudge, match. Your grudge match. Yeah. Grudge match doesn't actually have any stipulations, does it? No. No, I don't think it does. But it was a good match. Yeah. Good these uh, these two teams can just put on it seems like an endless number of quality matches. They they both have the, the all the tag chemistry in the world, and yes. then the two teams together have that as well. So yes. this should be, as far as the kickoff match should go, this should be a really good one. Oh, it'll be fantastic. Have you watched 205 Live yet? No, I haven't. Me neither. going to watch it tonight. Me too. Um, the Usos picked up the pin after they did a double super kick on Kofi Kingston. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Fashion, fashion, the Fashion Peaks. Yeah. We had the quality episode of the Fashion Peaks. The last episode of Fashion Peaks. We had another uh, cameo from The Ascension. That's always good. They were returning their pie. Because it was disgusting. There was a Band-Aid in it. Yeah. And hair. But more importantly, a note. A note that said 2B. Yeah, the number 2. Well, number 2 spelled yeah. out and the letter B. Yeah. So who is... I assume that's a clue who, who in two weeks is going to be the ones who are going to be un, uh, revealed to have been behind these attacks on the fashion police. Do you believe that we're going to get that in two weeks, that we're actually, they're actually going to reveal it? I hope so. You think it's going to be the Bollywood Boys? Yeah. Did you see that? That's the first thing I thought of when I saw 2B. On, on, well, and then last week, the backward, or two, two, when a, couple was, ago, yeah. a couple weeks ago, the backward Singh Brothers. Um did you know on GFW's, uh, on Impact Wrestling's YouTube page, they've been promoting their pay-per-view Amped Anthology? Oh, yeah, I know. Using WWE wrestlers. Like, they have Kurt Hawkins on there, and they had filmed this, like, two years ago. They've got the Bollywood Boys on there. I know, I heard about that. And this is, like, literally, they're putting these, video ups, these videos up currently. It's... It's exactly what you don't want to be doing. Yep. That's exactly what you don't want to be Bring in the Chris Brothers... Great what you're doing. Yeah. Bring in Johnny Mundo. Great what you're doing. Yeah. Advertising your current product. You were current WWE Bobby superstars. Rude. They were using Bobby Rude. <laughs> Is there anybody else that could be this 2B? So we're doing power rankings right now. Yeah, Bollywood Boys, number one. Bollywood Boys. Thing Brothers. Sorry. Because here's the thing. After Jinder loses that title, I mean, it, it, to do. the timing is perfect. Yes. They need something to do. Because you, you would think, sorry, you would think, uh, 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 so... Nakamura wins the SummerSlam. Maybe there's a rematch following SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that, Jinder's doing something else. Nothing left to do. Sting Brothers do something else. Yeah, do you think they're actually going to go back to the name Bollywood Boys? No. Mm. But when I just saw 2B, that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. I can't think of any, any, any other tag teams that would qualify. I just hope they at least write one sentence. And all, all it will take is one sentence of motivation as to why they've been doing this. While they've been dealing with, you know, helping out gender, why they've been doing this in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one sentence of motivation. No, I agree. We need that. We do. One sentence of logic, please. Um, Number two. What what did you just... I'm at a loss for number two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who else it could be. It's got to be Bollywood Boys. Sing Brothers. It's got to be, yeah. Number one through five is Sing Brothers. Sing Brothers. There you go. Uh... This took us to our main event, John Cena versus Jinder Mahal. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, RJ Roxas in the chat. Maybe remember this. During New Day's promo, they dropped a Ha Davis promo. Literally one day after I mentioned it, when he's, when, when Big E said, finna be a breeze, Ha Davis. He's everywhere now. I'm telling you. One day after I mentioned it, they put it on WWE. Someone is watching the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cena versus Jinder Mahal was your main event. Uh, yeah. Um, very early on, the Singh brothers were ejected from ringside by the referee, Mike Chioda. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, uh, Jinder was not happy about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he did kick out of an AA. Mm-hmm. Um, Cena goes up for a second rope AA, goes for the pin, Corbett comes in. We've already talked about all this. There are certain aspects of Jinder Mahal that they have booked properly. They have done what they can to realistically book him strong when he kind of needs to be, kicking out of an AA is a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. So going into his match against Shinsuke, 
I mean, is he going to fade away? Probably. I really don't want him to. No, I don't either. I really, I, you know, you can be a strong Rusev-ish heel. Yeah, and I think I think if that's... Have him feud with Randy Orton. Yeah. You haven't seen that yet. Um, and I think if that's what, what that, if that's his spot on the card after his title reign, that's not a bad place to be. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a yeah. significant improvement over what he was doing. Yeah, no, I agree. Prior to his title reign. Yeah. Um, so, decent go home, I guess. Episode of SmackDown, it, not it as good as Raw. Yeah, not as good as Raw. And in fact, it was interesting because uh, so I I because uh, I'm curious whenever there's an episode that isn't clear, um, I'll post up on on the Twitter. I'll post a poll. So yesterday I, I polled the people, the friendos, and I said, "All right, now let me know what happened with the Baron thing. Have a little chance to cool off." Tonight's uh, SmackDown was Mamma Mia. Yeah, I saw that. Or Troglodyte. Ooh. And uh, it was fairly even. It was like, last I checked, it was like 53, 47 mm-hmm. or something like that. So, um, a split decision. On yeah, that. and I think that's, that's fitting for the quality of the show. Yeah. Before we move on to questions, I'm going to call out that I, I didn't do this. I don't know if I did it last week or not. I, liked, I think I did. I wasn't here, so I can um, answer the question. Yeah, me. I know, but I, I think I did. Uh, I'm going to call out the Twitter, the, the, the names of our new patrons. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, let's see here. I don't know where I saw Some of these look familiar, though. Uh, Old King Cole, Kerfman, Dale Lockwood, Ryan Doherty, Doherty, Tony Gardner, Josh Gunson, Zero DG, Josh Nera, Zeke Laflame, uh, Robert Stack. That's right, our friendo from Unsolved Mysteries, Robert Stack. Charles Houston, Matthew Sula, Bradley Wade, Birch and Oni. That's a good name. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what their, their tag team name could be. B.O. Kevin McMillan. Zach Ryder's imaginary friend Mojo Raleigh. Bringing that back. The King of Lazy Style Zach Fuller. Wicked Raven. And WWE King in 97. Thank you very much for your support. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much. So good. All good stuff. Uh, moving on to questions. Questions. Are you ready? Nemo. Yes. Ooh, Mama says, Mia. that was a great RKO. Yeah, it was. His question is, what is your favorite RKO out of nowhere? His will always be the one he hit on Evan Bourne out of the Shooting Star Press. This one is on Seth Rollins or WrestleMania 31. That is, obje- the that is objectively, there is no debate, no argument. The Evan Bourne one's pretty good. That is really good, but nothing will ever beat the RKO out of the curb stomp. Out of the curb stomp. That I remember because we were there live, yeah, and we were absolutely we lost stunned our minds. that that could even happen. I was like, I don't even know how you practice that. I mean, you just do it, obviously. But no, apparently Randy didn't want to practice it. Are you serious? Yeah, they didn't practice that, if I remember correctly. They oh talked about God. it, I think, during... Shoot, I read something about like it. Like on 24 or something? They might have talked about it there. Wow. Or I think I read it somewhere. There's an interview that Seth did where he said that... Maybe they pra- Oh, no, they practiced it once, and it was way off. And Randy says, we'll just do it. I think that's the story. That's pretty crazy. I know. Next question. I'm still loading up my stuff. Oh, so sorry. You're in control. Say Eddie Jose Guevara Menivar. Eddie Jose Guevara Menivar. Baron Corbin no longer having the Money in the Bank briefcase. What would a win or a loss mean against John Cena at SummerSlam? Um, Eddie's fear is that John winning would leave Baron without a legitimate claim to the title and fall down lower in the mid-card. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That is going to happen. Probably going to happen. That's probably going to happen. Even if Baron wins. Let me ask you something. Who do you think the w- right now, who do you think the WWE is higher on? Jinder or Baron? I think Jinder. Mm-hmm. I really do. It's like, why do you need Baron if you have Jinder? Yeah. I Especially mean, with Rusev. I mean, also, Rusev's coming back. And here's the thing. He's back, I should say, with Owens coming over to SmackDown. Dude, you've already had a Shinsuke Baron feud. We know what that looks like. Yeah. Like, reigniting that isn't going to make it more interesting. No. Who's Shinsuke going to feud with first? Probably Jinder, right? They'll have a rematch, I think. Do that SmackDown after yeah. SummerSlam and then move on to something else. Yeah. Uh, Probably Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. Because assuming AJ wins at SummerSlam, then Owens can move on to... Oh, that, that'll be fantastic, yeah. And take that through the fall. Um, fat Bastard Chap. Fat Bastard Champ Alex Foster. He meant this for the Raw show. We'll ask it here. If Elias sang a song about you two, what would he run down? See, he's never terribly clever. No. He would just call us either garbage or trash or that we're unfortunate and that he doesn't want to be near us. He'd probably say I have too much gray in my beard. And it'd be hilarious. He'd call me a fat-ass, fat-ass. 
Uh, yeah, here we go. James Rodriguez. I agree with this. He says, with Baron failing to cash in last night, does this mean Carmella is almost guaranteed to successfully cash in? I would say yes. I would say not at SummerSlam, but yes. Yeah, definitely not at SummerSlam. You know, they, later in the year, early next year. You know what they could always do? Have her cash in successfully at SummerSlam, and then once those toys are ready to go, have Naomi win it back. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's possible. Oh, uh, follow-up on the uh, uh, Liam Wagner, who uh, had the best response to this on the Twitter, posted a video, and then Matthew Aday made a gif, a gif of that video. Oh, yeah. Uh, his question is, Jinder's foot was under the rope. Do you think they'll say anything about that? No. No. This is in stone. This is solid. Yeah. Hamza Halal, do you think Baron Corbin will get his Million in the Bank contract back? I don't know why they would, how they'd be able to justify that. It would. I mean, here's the thing. SummerSlam is kind of a reset button, so I don't think that they're going to continue this thread. I don't. I think it's it's done. As long as the bell done. rang, the match started. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The rest decision is final, unless it's not. But I think it's definitely final in this case. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give a shout out to Gustavo Gustavo Gama. Uh, our resident, our first time. He'll, he'll we'll never be able to take this away from him. The first time chat trivia champion. Yes. Says I was stuck with a bunch of college stuff, so I decided not to watch Raw or SmackDown this week because nothing ever happens in go home shows. So my question is, how much of an effing dumbass am I? Um, you just really need to watch Raw. You're good at chat trivia. And then just catch up on SmackDown on uh, on Twitter. You've been fine. Um, CM Punk finds it insulting. Do you think that the frequently illogical booking that WWE has is due to the fact that they have Hollywood writers essentially booking the build-up to feuds instead of wrestling bookers who have worked in the wrestling industry for years? I think the primary reason is, is apparently Vince is incredibly fickle and changes his mind on a dime. I really think that's it. I don't. I don't think. I, think I mean, because story is story. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, whether the the format isn't necessarily key if you're just sitting down and, and, and plotting out a narrative over the course of a year. Yeah. It really shouldn't matter whether it's a tr- you know old school wrestling booker or a Hollywood writer. Yeah, um, I think it has more to do with the fact that there's no long term vision for anything. No, I agree with that completely. That's a good question. Benny Yinzer is WWE giving up on people too fast? I read somewhere that Corbin's cash in was because WWE gave up on trying to make him a top guy because of his poor promos versus Cena and his bad social media presence. Haven't talked about that today on uh, Going in Raw Daily. Maybe Betty, Benny Inzer watched uh, Going in Raw Daily. Do you think the, ca- the failed cash is because WWE is giving up on Corbin or just a setup for another plan for him? I, I honestly think it's the former. I think, yeah, I think they're, they're sour on him. I mean, we've seen this happen before. When they get sour on somebody, they kind of publicly humiliate them. And what... Worse humiliation is what than what we saw last night. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I mean, it's Mr. Kennedy and then it's Baron Corbin. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> you know, if you're looking at the worst money of the bank briefcase holders, yeah, it's Kennedy, Corbin, and probably Damian Sandow. Yeah, in terms and of how least, they were treated by the company. at least Damian Sandow had like a real match. Yeah, you know, he he uh, remember he, he he brought his own briefcase that was leather. Oh, I loved it. That it was, was very classy. Great. Yeah, that was great. I mean, he, and he cashed in on Cena. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're going to lose against Cena. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least there's that. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, hey, Frendo Unified Championship, that guy. Yay or nay, Baron Corbin stops rolling as a lone wolf and creates a faction with the ascension to rain hell down in Mad Max fashion on Nakamura, pushing him to start a new chaos and go to war with Corbin's faction. Come rumble. Screw it. Yay. You're all. You're Why all not? You just want a new chaos. For I want a new chaos. Who's in the new chaos? Well, you have Nakamura. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's when you bring up a day with Tommy. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Who else? Like it. One more member. One more member of chaos. Well, you need a Yano. So Mojo Raleigh. Mojo Raleigh is your Yano. Ty Dillinger. Bring in Trent Beretta. Ty Dillinger. Somebody on Twitter was saying, uh, is it possible that the the mysterious video that we saw in oh, Japan be, was uh, for Trent? A repackaged Brett or a Trent? Yeah. Could be. Brent Beretta. That'd be, I wonder how, like, I don't know, I, I don't know their track record on 
complete like repackaging. Yeah, like, no, is he going to come out? Because he had, I don't, you probably haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't. Okay, seen it. that was during the intermission. He had like right? a little switchblade, and it looked like he was going to be wearing a suit of some sort. Yeah, um, it was very cool, um, but it also looked very serious. Could it be Austin Aries. He said on Twitter, he says the next brainbuster I deliver is going to be. It's going to be so sweet. Yeah. Didn't say too sweet. I know, but... I think that's a little obvious. Are you thinking New Japan or Ring of Honor? Because I'm kind of thinking Ring of Honor. Could be. Yeah, I'm thinking Ring of Honor. Um, Nicholas Grosskirth. Uh, he was in Providence last night. Have you ever left the show disappointed? Yeah. Yeah. What, name one for you. Uh, WrestleMania 2000. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say WrestleMania last year. It was just a long day. It hadn't been so long. It wouldn't have been. Honestly, day. yeah, seriously. Like I just planned that one out wrong. It was a really long day, and it was so hot. Honestly, if yeah, the weather really hot, you know, here's the thing. But though. it cooled off once the sun went down. It cooled off pretty quickly. I know, but like it was, it was so much of the sun being like in our eyes and just baking. If it was nice and crisp and cold, and or I had indoors, like a, and like a really nice hoodie on, like a Baron Corbin hoodie on. I don't know. I would have bought a Baron Corbin hoodie. Jack Dolan. Power rank who would have been better Money in the Bank winners. Who else is in the match? All of them. Well, Rusev, Nakamura. <laughs> yeah, all of them. AJ. Sami Zayn. AJ, Kevin Owens. Just everybody but Dolph. Yeah. Yeah, would have been better. All of them still would have had their briefcase. This is a good question. We haven't talked about this yet. Mayor of Planet Houston. What was Corbin's reasoning for attacking John Cena during his match? He should have just gone after Ginger anyway. If Cena interfered, Baron still would have won by DQ and had a legitimate reason to get a rematch. Okay, hold on a second. Because this, this sounds logical, and I want to make sure I got it right. He should have just gone after Gender anyways. If Cena interfered, Baron still would have won by DQ and had a legitimate reason to get a rematch. I, I, yeah, I just don't know. I guess Corbin just went in to attack Cena just to mess with him. Well, he's got a match it was against a, it was a non-title match, yeah. yeah. But also, I would think it would benefit, it, if it were a title match, it would benefit Corbin to have Cena win because then he's guaranteed a title match. You would think at SummerSlam. Well, if it was a title, I, if, if you're right, if Cena won that and then Baron beat Cena, then Baron would have a good reason to be like, I beat the guy who beat the champ. Doesn't that mean I'm in line for a title shot? Yeah. Plus, I'm Mr. Money in the Bank. Yeah. So I still don't really understand what Corbin's reasoning for attacking Cena was other than just he wanted to. Here's a fun fact from Tom Phillips. John Cena has been involved in all three failed cash-ins. Yeah. Yeah, learn your lesson. I read that Never cash in around John Cena. No. One more than trivia time. Again, why, uh, as long as Carmella doesn't cash in against Nikki Bella, then she'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Sean Holver, with Corbin cashing in and losing, it's 100% chance Nakamura is walking out. WWE champion at SummerSlam, which probably means Nakamura is getting a long run. Does this mean Nakamura versus AJ at WrestleMania has a better chance of happening now? Um, I mean, AJ has been pushing for that match. He, he's been every interview. Every interview he gives when they ask him who he wants to face at WrestleMania, yep. he always says Nakamura. Everybody wants to see it. Everybody wants to see it. And I think that's going to happen at WrestleMania, whether the WWE title is involved or not. I don't know. It should be. Yeah, I think it will too. I agree with that. That's the that's the money match on SmackDown right now. I agree. Are you ready for trivia, Steve? I am, and then afterwards, see, this is what you're missing out if you're not a $5 and up patron. This is $5 a month. You get to participate in chat trivia. Or you can just do it uh, once for 5 bucks. see if you like it. If you don't, that's cool. It's only 5 bucks. 5 bucks, and you get, like, what? 5 bucks would get you, if you time it right, that gets you, like, uh, 4 Four live streams. Four weeks of three live streams. Twelve live streams. Twelve live streams for five dollars. That's four four chances to Fifty win. cents per live stream. Four chances to win chat trivia. Chat trivia. But then if you win, then you don't sign up again. You can't be involved in a tournament of champions unless you sign up again. Oh yeah, because you have to be in the quarterly yeah. tournament of champions. Quarterly or mo- quarterly. Quarterly. Okay. Modern era. Are I'm sorry, no, we're starting with classic. Okay, I'll ask first. Although not an official participant in the Rumble match, what freakishly tall competitor eliminated Undertaker from the 93 Royal Rumble? Uh, the Giant Gonzalez. Correct. Classic. What city became... Oh, I'm sorry. Big events. What city became the first host of consecutive WrestleMania Atlantic events? City, New Jersey. Big events is correct. Championships. 
What was the name of the tag team made up of Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson, which won? Soul Patrol. Yep. Championships. Championships. What loudmouth managed the Honky Tonk Man during his reign? As Jimmy Hart. Correct. Superstar bio. Okay. <laughs> you put, a, put up a finger. What controversial superstar pulled the gun? Oh, man, my favorite bro- flying Brian Pillman. Superstar bio. Superstar bio. <laughs> what crooked referee was suspended from officiating in 1987 for allowing the Hart Foundation to cheat to win the tag titles? Good luck with this. It's not one of the Hebners then, huh? No. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I'll give you that hint right there. It's not one of the Hebners. Then I've got nothing. Danny Davis. Oh, I never would have thought Whoa. Um, Man, you got screwed on that one. Modern era, big events. What team defeated Degeneration X in a submissions count anywhere match at Breaking Point 2009? Oh, 2009. Um, submissions count anywhere. Submissions count anywhere. They beat DX in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase. Not quite. Legacy. Oh, well, I was going to there. Well, I don't, know, I don't know if Randy Orton was involved in this match or not, because he was in Legacy, too. Can we look up to see the participants? Go ahead. All right. Because if Randy Orton was in, you're absolutely right. I was going to say Legacy. Um, the 2009 what? Breaking Point. Let's see here. Cody Rose and Teddy B. Austin. All right, that's fine. That did not say Randy Orton. All right. Is that Fair four? Enough. Yeah, that's four. Okay. Were we in modern era? Yeah. Big events. Mm-hmm. What former WWE champion is often credited with the idea behind WWE's tribute to the troops show? What former WWE champion? I have no idea about this. We're learning at your expense today. The Rock. JBL? Huh. Yeah, interesting. Uh, championships. Championships. Who defeated Chavo Guerrero for the ECW championship in less than 30 seconds at WrestleMania 24? I'll say Kane. Kane! Is it a Kane or Big Show? Uh, championships. Championships. Speaking of ECW championships, who won the ECW championship in the Extreme Elimination Chamber match of 2006, December to December? That was uh, Lashley, right? Very good, yeah. We would have known that. I would. I, didn't, I probably would have said Lashley, but if we saw December, yeah, we'll watch it sometime. Everybody's asking us to do that one. Superstar bio. Superstar bio. How many do you have? Five. I'm, I'm on the way to a clean sweep. Oh, you are. That'd be two weeks in a row you've done that. Superstar bio. What was the name? Oh my god. Just put it up. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. What I'll... was the name of the destructive faction formed by Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns in November 2012? Ooh, let's see if I can do this. Sierra. What's the H? Hotel. If I can get all the letters. Sierra, Hotel, India, Echo, Delta. Got the L. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. Uh, Lima. Is or Lima? Is it Lima or Lima? I don't know. Somebody on Twitter said, huh, dude, it's like the Peru capital. That's Lima, I think. Mm-hmm. Lima. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Lima Bean. What do you want? Clean sweep for me, baby. Well, you got to ask me one more question. So oh. I know how many cards you get. So one. you know how many cards you get. How many do you have right so I far? I have three. Oh, nice job. Uh, Superstar Bio. Superstar bio. Who did Paul Heyman draft from SmackDown for the newly formed ECW brand in May of 2006? Well, you suck. All right. I get three cards. You do. I'm going to choose these three right here. Oh, those are trivia questions. One, two, three. Here we go. Oh, my man. Flying Brian. Oh, this is a trivia question. Who's this? Diva Moments, Molly Holly. Yeah, Molly Holly. And then I get one more. Um, Just making a mess of everything. Jamal, part of the three-minute warning. Mm -hmm. Jamal, what a weak set of cards except for Brian. Why don't they have one of Brian Pillman with a gun? Somebody needs to make a controversial moment. Yeah, if they do that, then yes. Applicable, but probably not going to happen. Katie Vick, Pillman with a gun. There's, I'm sure there was something involved in NWO. But, <laughs> oh, even that's too nasty. All right. Uh, all right. So we're going to hang out with chat here for a little bit to do some chat trivia. Chat trivia. That's right. But otherwise, we're done. Thanks for watching. Till yes. next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye, everybody.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.